So Isaiah, we've made it. We've made it through the book of Isaiah. This is not a small thing to do, my friends. You did a very good job. It's been fun to hear your stories anecdotally. It'll be fun to hear them uh, tonight. We began this series with a testimony. If you remember on Labor Day weekend, remember Labor Day weekend? It was warm then. There was grass and snow and stuff. Not snow. There was grass and sun and stuff. (laughs) And I taught you this verse if you were there that first weekend. Isaiah 42, verse 6. I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness. I will take hold of your hand. And I told you the story, my story, and how that verse was significant to me. And how the book of Isaiah takes the people of Isaiah and the people of Israel, and moves them from death to life. That's the trajectory of the book, to take people and move them from death to life. And so our question today is, how has God done that with you? What's he done through the book of Isaiah that's moved you from death to life? We've been, remember the very first, we were convicted. That's how the chapter begins. That's how the book begins. We got that whole vineyard, like, I planted this vineyard, and I got bad grapes, stink fruit. Remember stink fruit? Right? Then we had Isaiah 6, which we already walked through today. And we had that time of confession. Do you remember that? When you could confess and then we anointed people with oil. Right? We had a guest who preached on Isaiah 9, the wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. We'll do that in two weeks when we come back. P.S. In two weeks, we'll have um, a shorter service in here, and then we go sing carols and hang ornaments on the Christmas tree out on the lawn. So that's fun. And then we come back here and make Christmas cookies and have hot chocolate. So who wouldn't want to do that? So we'll reprise Isaiah 9 in a couple of weeks. Isaiah 25, we talked about the feast and how God provides and how God loves good food. That's a big thing in scripture. Good food is a big thing, big, high quality. God is a foodie. He loves food. We talked about the comfort of Isaiah 40, Isaiah 43. We talked about true worship. We talked about the fact that God is not stuck last week. Talked about arise, shine, for your light has come. All these things have been swirling within and among us as we've walked through Isaiah And I think of the Holy Spirit uh, using Isaiah kind of like um, a spiritual chiropractor. So a chiropractor helps things get back in line when they're out of line. And if you've ever been to a chiropractor, this is not the most comfortable experience. They push you down and they lay you flat and they like move things and it's just awkward and painful. And then you stand up and you're like, oh, that feels so much better now. And it's the same thing when the Holy Spirit uses a book like the book of Isaiah on us. He says, you've got some things that are out of line here, and I want you to get them in line because you're going to feel so much better when you do. And let me tell you something, preaching through Isaiah, immersing myself in it and reading the commentaries and working on it, like the Holy Spirit had some business to do with me. I mean, you can't get out of Isaiah without being convicted of some sin of some kind. Where is the idol in your life, and how do you need to cast it down? So tonight, we're going to invite you to think about what God's been teaching you through the book of Isaiah, and in just a minute, we're going to hand out um, pens and then carbon paper, 
So take a, a Bible or a hymnal or something and, and just finish the sentence. God has taught me through the book of Isaiah that, or to, or how, or English word. And, and you're going to finish that, and then you're going to rip it off, and you're going to keep the white copy, that's yours, and the yellow copy you're going to come and place in these baskets that are up here as an offering for what God has done in our lives through this book. And if you want, you can read your testimony here at a microphone or there at a microphone. And if you'd rather just put it in the basket, you can just come down the side, the center or these sides and just put it in the basket if you're like, I don't want to tell anybody. That's fine. Okay? So in just a minute, I'm going to pray and then um, our uh, worship leaders are going to pass those out. So let's think about how has God aligned you? How has God set you right through the book of Isaiah? Let's pray. God, we're grateful for this book. It hasn't always been easy. It's convicted us. It's moved us. But if we're honest, we were dead at the beginning And slowly, you've been using this book to bring us to life. So we thank you. We thank you for that. And now, as we write our testimonies and read them, we pray, Holy Spirit, that you come upon us, that you move within and among us, and prompt us to think of the thing that you need us to remember in this moment. And we pray this all through our Jesus, word made flesh. Amen.
Through the book of Isaiah, God has taught me that my vocation here at Calvin College is not just to learn what I want to do with my life, but to also learn how I can set the captives free like it talks about in Isaiah. And that in order to do that, I also have to take care of myself. Through the book of Isaiah, okay. through the book of Isaiah, uh, the Lord has reassured me that all my sins are washed clean. Um, Isaiah 117 says, "Though your sins are as are as red as scarlet, uh, they will be white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be red. What? They shall be like wool." Um, God has taught me through the book of Isaiah to be honest with myself and others about my sins and how God's desire for my life is to have abundant joy in him and not worldly happiness, but in his eternal, unexplainable joy. Through the book of Isaiah, God has reminded me that darkness and sin are not the end. Light and life are, can and are coming. Through the book of Isaiah, God has taught me that the very things I use to minister to others and to bless God are the things which can so easily become broken 
and lead me away from God. I therefore must trust in God's power to redeem these things. Uh, I learned by the Isaiah Bible study that I'm precious to God, though I'm still quite messed up. And this is something I still have a lot to learn about because I'm not nearly excited enough. The book of Isaiah has taught me to not believe the lie that God has forgotten me. Through the book of Isaiah, God has reminded me of his holiness. He has taught me to watch my words and what I say about others and how I say them. God has taught me that I have unclean eyes and live among people of unclean eyes. But through his love and forgiveness, I can have pure and holy eyes again and see what he wants me to see. Through Isaiah, God has reminded me that I am indeed a man of unclean lips among a people of unclean lips. But he has brought first healing and then comfort to me and to all sinners. Through the book of Isaiah, God reminded me that even when it seems like we're in a place of exile, he hasn't forgotten us, that he's redeeming us and brings us to a place of hope. In the book of Isaiah, um, it taught me that not only is it important to remind myself of how God has been faithful in my life, but how God will be faithful in my life. Through the book of Isaiah, God has taught me that while he expects a lot from me, he will be with me holding my hand and he will give me the power to do it. God, is, God has been showing me in the book of Isaiah how weak and needy I am and how much I can't do and how much I need his breath to do any and everything. I know this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to be talking about what God has taught me through the book of Isaiah. But I'm going to be talking about what God has taught me, period. God has taught me that he redeems, um, that he is faithful. Thank you. <laughs> that he is faithful even when I am not. That he loves even when I forget that. He loves, guys. He does. What more could I have done for my vineyard? <clears throat> Nothing. God has done all that he could. It is now up to us to follow him and not to follow with work of self-condemnation or guilt, but of accepting the work that he has already done. Through the book of Isaiah, I have learned that God is in control of my life at all times, even when I don't see it. When in despair, I'm just not open. In aloneness, I'm just not looking. And in silence, I'm just not listening. But after reading Isaiah, I've learned that when I give full and complete control of my life to God, a new way of loving the world has been awakened. In despair, I am now open. In aloneness, my eyes are open, 
and in silence, my ears are listening. God has been the answer I have been looking for. Through the book of Isaiah, God has taught me that no matter how hopeless the situation seems, he can use it to bless people. The book of Isaiah has taught me that being passive about the ideas of injustice and inequality is simply not good enough. As a Christian, I am called to make a difference, and I am challenged to do more. Through the book of Isaiah, God has taught me, again, how important it is to let go of, let go of myself and of things that I tend to be bitter about and about beating myself up over things I've done wrong and being a sinner and how important it is to let go of that and accept his, his forgiveness, both for myself and my own sins and also to extend his grace to others. Through the book of Isaiah, um, I've learned that, I've remind, been reminded that God gives us what we need when we need it. And he certainly doesn't give us more than we need, but he also doesn't give us less. And he has so many opportunities for us to challenge ourselves and to step up. And we just have to accept those and pray that, have faith in that he's right. Through the book of Isaiah, God has reminded me how important it is to love our neighbors and those around us and just work to make our world better. Through the book of Isaiah, God has taught me that sometimes the process of moving from death to life can feel like a desert. But when looking back, change and growth have occurred. Praise to the God who brings light and darkness and continues to be faithful. Through the book of Isaiah, the Bible has again reminded me of how awesome my God is through some of the most powerful imagery in the Bible.
Through Isaiah, God has shown me not only the hope that I have individually, but also the hope that we all get to share together. Isaiah's taught me that my that my guilt is departed and my sin is blotted out and no one and nothing can ever label me as a sinner again because the highest authorities destroyed the evidence. Through the book of Isaiah, God has shown me that he is a God of justice and we often forget that and through that justice, he's shown me that every morning when I wake up, if I don't give that day to him, that I'm going to fall into temptation, and without him, I'm helpless. In the book of Isaiah, God clearly convicts us of our sins, and we can't be willing to succumb to inaction. We have to make a change. Isaiah 61. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon us, because the Lord has anointed us. He has sent us to bring the good news to the oppressed, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and release to the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to provide for those who mourn in Zion, to give them a garland instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise instead of a faint spirit. They will be called, we will be called, oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord to display his glory. Good place to end. It would be very easy for the enemy to come in to your space or when you leave and say something like, but it's not really true. It's not really true that you're forgiven. It's not really true that God is faithful. It's not really true that he's all powerful. It's not really true. But it is. It is. And so don't you dare let the voice of the enemy come in and take away 
the seeds of the Word of God from the book of Isaiah that have been planted in us and in this community because we believe that God is working here, that God is never stuck, that he is always moving his people from death to life. And as we learned last time, it takes a long time to grow an oak of righteousness. But we serve a patient God. <laughs>